Hey everybody, Q here. Welcome to the most horrifying, scary, spooktoberween-tacular from High Five the Podcast. Yeah, that is the best name we could come up with. Each week in October, you're going to be getting a new, old Halloween episode from the archives. Don't worry, they're haunted archives. You're going to be revisiting some of our spookiest moments from High Five years past culminating on October 30th in a brand new Halloween special. (laughs) Full of ghostly goodness. That was a clue, guys. Ghostly goodness on October 30th. Not only do we have a very special guest, and are we talking some of the most horrifying things in High Five history, but we have a huge game-changing high five announcement guys this announcement is so big it will literally change the show forever so the only way that you'll find out what that huge reveal is is to tune in every week through the month of october if you want bonus clues as to what's coming keep your eyes locked on the high five social media accounts we're talking high five the podcast on instagram high the number five the podcast on twitter and high five the podcast on facebook there will be clues peppered throughout this month as to what sort of big humongous life-changing thing is happening on october 30th so we'll see you there and remember have a happy spooktoberween-tacular man we really should think about changing that name This is a night, this is the night, I was created for, I'm gonna put on my best disguise, and go knocking on everybody's door, this is a night, this is the night, I'm gonna hit the street, cause this is a night, folks are giving away, so many good things to eat. If every night was a night to go trick or treat, trick or treat, wouldn't it be sweet? Trick or treat. Smell my feet. Give me something good. That's a very violent. I thought of that earlier today. That rhyme is a very violent rhyme. Very demanding. Because it says trick or treat, smell my feet. Give me something good to eat. If you don't, I don't care. I'll pull down your underwear. Oh, I thought See, I, always, it's like, I always thought it was I will stab you in the eye with a penknife. But No. That's the original ending. Right. But they changed it because it didn't rhyme. Fair. Yeah. But again, it's like a bully mantra, the whole thing. Yeah. I say down with that, man. Yeah. No just, more. Just, We're just banning it from here on candy. out. Out. Okay. It's no longer welcome on High Five the Podcast. Ever. By, by the way, everybody, welcome to High Five the Podcast. Welcome. This is our Halloween special special for to wrap up our what spook spooktober ween tacular. Yeah, spooktober ween tacular. Spooky. <laughs> so I'm Jay. I'm Q. And this is A. We're about to talk about motherfucking Garfield. So you shut the Halloween fuck up and you adventure. listen to our words. Yay. Let's high five. High five. <laughs> <laughs> that was awful. Well, <laughs> Should we high five?
High five! High five! High five! High five, son! Woo! High five! Don't let me hang it. All right. So for this Halloween special, special, we've decided to watch a very special special. That special special is the Garfield Halloween special. Special, special. special. Right. It's special. It is. Well, uh, and actually, it was interesting. I looked it up earlier, and on IMDb, it's not called the Gar- Garfield Halloween special uh-huh. or Garfield's Halloween Adventure, as it was sometimes called, but right. Garfield in Disguise. On which, IMDb? Which I've never heard before, but has to be a foreign title for this it must be foreign yeah, yeah. that's strange that's the russian alternative title. but anyway that's that's out there so just for everybody but yeah the garfield halloween adventure halloween special um this was one that well, from 1985 a, yeah early early um, but a and i grew up watching this yeah i watched it every year as far back as i can remember now every Q. halloween i watch this Yes. Remind me of your familiarity with I, this. I wasn't familiar with this at all. Uh, a introduced it to me um, as like a a gift, a gift of friendship that she bestowed <laughs> upon me. She she looked at me in the face one day and she said, "Hey, have you ever seen the Garfield Halloween <laughs> special?" And I said, "No," because that sounds awful. And she said, "It's not." It's fantastic, and you need to watch it. I believe it was around Christmas time that she told me that. <laughs> was so it was, really? It was I don't even. I honestly, don't remember. It was even more out of place and odd. It had to have been around Halloween. Sure, I don't know. I like I like the telling of the Christmas time. It was around Valentine's Day. What? And she said, on that one St. Patrick's Day Eve, "Have you seen the Garfield Halloween special?" And I said, "Nay, nay, I haven't." And so I immediately YouTubed it. And watched it on that Fourth of July, and loved it. <laughs> so now every Labor Day, <laughs> I watch the Garfield Halloween Adventure and give Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. as you do, as you do. It's very important. So as we Happy can New see, Year's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bastille Day. <laughs> oh, what a good holiday, right? <laughs> um, Happy Cinco de Mayo, everybody. <laughs> From High Five. This is our holiday special, special Halloween it's just, special. It's just our holiday special, <laughs> special, where we just talk about different holidays. And name them. The whole time. Oh. Uh, yeah, no, this is a good one, man. Um, I know you guys grew up with this. I did not, but still enjoyable as an adult. So overall thoughts on it as, as a new convert? I mean, you said it was it was great, but mm-hmm. um, walk us through it. Yeah, so basically the plot of this of this Halloween special is pretty simple. Garfield uh, sees uh, Pennywise the Clown come on the television <laughs> and tell him that uh, Halloween is coming and that it's a great time to go trick-or-treating for candy, of which Garfield, much like any other food, is totally on board with. Uh, so he decides to dress up from random... Um, I'm guessing deceased family members' clothing stored Must in the attic. Be. Must be. Or John's uh, uh, wardrobe phases. You know what's weird, though, is um, as a pirate, okay, he dresses up as a pirate, but what's weird is I think it's weird that any of the human clothes that are upstairs in the attic fit animals for some reason. <laughs> well, they're deceased children, Q. Oh, it's all got the it. familial deceased children. Got it. Makes total sense now. I got it. Yeah. She she's known that since she was a kid. So then 
Odie and Garfield proceed to go trick-or-treating. And once they've kind of hauled their loot together, they get in a boat. Yeah, they see a neighborhood across the river. And so they're, they're going to go to another neighborhood. So they get, get in a little, mm-hmm. little dinghy, yeah. if you will. Yeah, tiny and they, little boat. And they row over to the other side. And they they enter very unsafely this house that is over there with a fire going and an old man a very creepily drawn creepy, old man creepy old man and what's weird is this guy's drawn differently than anybody else on this show he's like detail it's like detail, when detail wrinkles and it's like when when in Ren and Stimpy they do yeah. those like certain yes. scenes where like, like things shots. yeah and everything's like super detailed and grotesque and it yeah. almost even has the suspiria like strings like over it it's sometimes. this guy and his butthole mouth which was really weird i don't know if you guys noticed that but yes. he had a weird sphincter mouth going on <laughs> and uh, he sounded exactly like james earl jones but it's not james earl well, jones. we had to look it up because none of us were sure it is not james earl jones this guy is not our father and he tells them the story of some pirates and then the pirate ghosts proceed to attack this house and With go, Garfield and Odie go, inside. go hunting for the treasure, the lost treasure. Garfield and Odie proceed to be very scared. <laughs> <laughs> and then kind of nothing is resolved and they just leave. Yeah. Apparently, okay, what I think happens is these pirate ghosts, unlike uh, parts of the Caribbean would want us to believe, cannot traverse water. So when Odie and Garfield jump back in the river and float downstream, the ghost is like, ah. No, because when they arrive, remember they were little arrive glowing, out of water. They came out so of gonna, the water. So I'm going to argue no, that's that. bullshit. So basically, <laughs> the reality is the, the writers just needed to end the special. So they're like, and Odie and Garfield sail away. You know, I hear legend, and this is 100% true, by the way. Mm-hmm. I hear legend that there's an extended version of that, or that this that exists somewhere in the world, and there's part of it that's it's all about the treasure. So if you're around the treasure or you've taken parts of it, you're, these ghosts are coming after you. But there's... So at the end of this extended version, Garfield steals a ring from the treasure and the ghosts follow him back to his house, and he gives it back, and then they go away. Oh, that's like for real? Yeah. That's a thing that happens? That's a thing that exists in the world somewhere. There's a longer version where that happens. Interesting. So, I don't know. But A? I, th- I thought oh. that was going to be the setup for a joke. No, no, no joke. Just that's, that is a thing that exists, and everyone should go look it up. Can, I'm actually, I'm going to look this up. Do they have this version, like, available to watch? I don't know. I've never seen it. I've never been able to find it. Interesting. But I've heard lore of its existence. Where have you heard this lore? Uh, There's, like, nine re- weird things that you didn't know about the Garfield Halloween special that you'll see, like, on Cracked or, Hey, you know. here we go. What? There is an alternate ending in which Garfield steals a ring from the pirate's treasure, resulting... Whoa! Oh my resulting God. in the ghosts pursuing Ooh. the protagonist back to the Arbuckle house where Garfield surrenders the ring. This special feature was included on the DVD Garfield Holiday Collection, sold only by Walmart. We have that. That's what we just watched that on. Well, that has the alternate ending as a special feature. And we didn't watch it. We got to go watch it right after we record this. 
<laughs> yeah, that's yeah, what it we says. should go find it. That's because that's the version we have. I'm almost positive. Well, I don't know. I just know that. I know it's the Garfield Holiday Collection. I don't know if it was from Walmart. Yeah. Well, it says the Garfield them. Holiday Collection was sold only well, by Walmart. There we go. It's possible. Then uh, we need to look off. that up. Um, but anyway, back to back to this. Thoughts overall, a on the on the movie. I mean, this was one that that you requested, and we talked we talk about a lot. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's kind of an obscure one because most people haven't watched this one. Um, most of the people I talked to are like, no, I never saw that one. Like it was always like, you know, the Charlie Brown, great pumpkin. Yeah. That was like the cartoon every kid watched. Although I've also noticed a lot of people, and this is true for me for a while. When you explain it to them, yeah. they'll have vague memories of it. It's like, like, oh, oh wait, I remember Garfield dressed like a some, pirate yeah, or, yeah, yeah. oh, I remember, you know, that scene where he steps on the lasagna or something like that. But, you know, I love this cartoon because, I mean, I have watched it every year since I was very young. And I remember because they would never show this cartoon on TV now just because of how legitimately creepy it is it is really creepy I'm, I'm gonna back you up on that like as a child like there were certain scenes like the old man sitting in the chair telling the pirate story and then when the ghosts actually come up to the house like they freaky s- freaked me out as a child i, mean, I course, remember and this is i mean it's almost exactly as old as us a little bit younger than us and so when we were watching it we were four five and six mm-hmm. and so of course it's gonna be freaky because you know, again, you have things like All Dogs Go to Heaven, and back then, cartoons could be legitimately scary. Right. We've talked about that on the show before, but but this one, I'm going to back you up. I was scared by the old dude and the ghost when I was a kid. Um, now, obviously, Q, this is one you watched as an adult, so I, I was scared imagine. as an adult. <laughs> like, really? For sure? For reals? No, not at all. No, nah, I didn't think it so. It was not scary, but it was very weirdly grotesque. It bothered me. Yeah. Just because I didn't like the way it was drawn. Or his, expect it. His face looked like a butthole. <laughs> He with looked, those teeth sticking He looked out. like arse face from Preacher. <laughs> Maybe he was. <gasps> Shared universe. That's arse face as an adult. Fuck. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I like this infinitely <laughs> that's more a, now. It's a shared universe. Now, obviously, the animation style is old. Dated. But, man, there, I, whenever I watch this, I kind of remember that time. I was like, remember when all cartoons looked like this? Yeah, hey. you can actually see like the, you know, like the what is it, the lithograph, like yeah, the, you know, yeah. Well, like you the know, layers go, to it. You go back and watch like episodes of Bobby's World, and you remember them just as these clear, clean, great cartoons. Right. But then you watch it, and you're like, oh shit, this looks terrible. Also, like this takes me back to that nostalgic state when occasionally Garfield songs would be sung by Lou Rawls for no reason, <laughs> which we discovered tonight. Because we were watching it, and all of us were joking that, especially that opening song, is like, well, this definitely isn't the same actor in any way, shape, or form. Nope. It was Lou Rawls. <laughs> and it turned out to be Lou Rawls. But the the most perplexing part of all of that is, I would have been fine if it was just like, here is a song sung by Lou Rawls that just is playing over a montage of scenes happening. But no. It was Garfield singing this song. But then... He would sing another song, and it would not be Louis Rawls. It would be Lorenzo Music. It would be Lorenzo Music, the voice of Garfield. So occasionally, like every other song that was sung by Garfield was just suddenly done by Louis Rawls. (laughs) So it's very odd. And then doing research in this, Louis Rawls is very involved with all of the Garfield music 
What's so funny, too, is he's always credited as Garfield. It's like Lou Rawls as Garfield. I don't understand it. I don't know what's happening. I don't know why. There's We found at least six or seven of these credits. Where he is just, like, all over <laughs> Garfield music. <laughs> and it's so odd. He has to just be a big fan or him and Jim Davis are friends. There's no other explanation for this. No, no. and like I said, would have been fine had it been all of the songs. <laughs> right. Or none of the songs. But to just be some of the songs, <laughs> very odd choice. Very odd direction. It was it was off-putting. They're like, do you think lie. anybody's going to notice that this is suddenly Lou Rawls? Nah. <laughs> Sounds exactly the same. But we did. Nailed it. You did notice, and you ruined Halloween. Nailed it. Or do you think they were just playing? Do you think, like, Lou Rawls thought he had an awesome Lorenzo music impression, and people were just, like, placating him? Like, he's like, guys, check it out. I can sing this song, and I sound exactly like Garfield, like Lorenzo music. And all of the studio executives are just like, totally, Lou. Like, why would Lou Rawls, 100%. Why would Lou Rawls be bragging that he can sing like Lorenzo music? I, I beg to a- ask you another question then. I'm going to answer your question with a question. Why the fuck is Lou Rawls singing some of these songs? It is the only logical conclusion that I can come to. He thinks he has an awesome Lorenzo music impression, and nobody had the stones to tell Lou Rawls that he still just sounds like Lou Rawls. Do you think Lou Rawls was maybe trying to do a Bill Murray impression? Totally. 100%. Because, okay, I have to ask this, and I just don't know. Uh, yes. A, Q, maybe one of you do. Was Lorenzo Music trying to sound like Bill Murray, or was that just happenstance, and then they tried to get Bill Murray for the movie? Here's Is this the like a chicken and the I egg know, type I know the thing? answer to this. That's just what Lorenzo Music sounds like. Wow! Because I know he he does Vankman yeah. on the car, and the Ghostbusters That's just his cartoon. voice. It's the exact same voice as on the real Ghostbusters as Vankman. It's, he uses the Garfield voice. It's the same thing. The cadence is different, but the right. voice is the same, and that's because that's what lorenzo music sounds like wow were they trying to hire someone that sounded like bill murray for yeah. garfield mm-hmm. no not for garfield but for the real ghostbusters so right. garfield predated ghostbusters so they when casting the real ghostbusters they were just like he's a voice match for bill murray right so it just became like a serendipitous thing and then as we all know and especially you and i uh, later in life, art would imitate life right. yet again, and Bill Murray would play Garfield in the feature films. Well, and that's kind of what I was wondering is because the Garfield character, you know, the sardonic, quick-witted, sarcastic character, has sort of a Bill Murray-type feel to it. You know what I mean? Totally. And so I was wondering if they were hoping to get someone that sounded like Bill Murray, which is what led them to Lorenzo Music... Which then Lorenzo Music goes on to do Ghostbusters as Bankman, and then Bill Murray actually does Garfield later down the road. Or if it was just a whole bunch of Hollywood happenstance. Which is also the name of our spinoff podcast, Hollywood Happenstance. Coming to a podcast near you immediately. Immediately. Hollywood no. Happenstance by High Five Thoughts? Podcast. Thoughts? Chicken and the Egg? Music and the, music and the Murray? Uh, I already answered that question. <laughs> I know, but like the original, were they trying to get someone that sounded like Bill Murray for Garfield? Because um, no. Bill Murray predated Garfield as a performer. No. Okay. I think it was just, that's that was the voice that they want, like that when they, they found it, that was the voice. And then it just happened to be Bill Murray-esque. I like that. 
I like that as well. And then it what you don't buy that? No, I'm I'm just listening to you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, a, we, just we, just to explain, A was just giving us very perplexed looks, like, hmm, slightly disapproving, kind of looking like she wants to vomit. <laughs> unsure what's happening here. Yeah, that's, a little unsure. I got so lost in what Jay was talking the, about. I just was like, I don't know. That's her listening to the right podcast now. face. Um, I've, I've seen it quite a bit. Um, <laughs> But I mean, I, I mean, for you, a this is one that you know you were excited to watch with us. We wanted you on this episode. You, what does this cartoon mean for for you? And like, what do you remember about it? Like, what are the scenes that jump out at you? <laughs> I just love the candy, 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 candy. Just when he gets, I would just. <clears throat> Every year when you watch it, I always remembered that opener that, hey, kids, waking up Garfield with Binky the Clown. Binky the Pennywise. Clown. Penny, yes. <laughs> Pennywise. Pennywise or Krusty or... Um, yes, he's a very Krusty-esque character. What was the actual one? Bozo. Oh, yeah. yeah the, the actual human that was terrifying. Yes, yes, he was. <laughs> that all the cartoons are based off of. Yeah. No, I mean, and then... When he's walking down the street with Odie, like they have their costumes on, and he sings the song of you know, and he finds all the actual real monsters. Yeah, like but I, let's not I bypass mentioned that. that. Too when we were watching it tonight, that he sings like a song, like a sea shanty about this ghost story that he's actually about to experience. Like I had never actually noticed that before, and I can't believe that. I mean, like I'm almost thirty two years old. I should have noticed that by now. I mean, what what can you say? You know. Uh, Garfield in disguise is deep. It was deep. Garfield in disguise. Double deep. But yeah, Robots I liked it because it was something that I Garfield. could watch that scared me. Yeah. yeah. You know? And it's short. It's like a good 23 minutes. Like, yeah. It's just a fun little length. Yeah. Like for a Garfield film. It's fun size. Like uh, like the and Halloween candy funny. bars. He is so funny. There were some legitimate laughs in, in, the, in the film, I think. There were legitimate laughs. Was, which is which is good for a kid's special. There were illegitimate, unclaimed laughs. <laughs> there are airport dumpster laughs. That, oh, that's I got uncomfortable just then. Don't uh, start it if you can't finish the road. Oh, I didn't start. I don't it. like that at all. I didn't. No, that was a that was a weird. We took, analogy. We took, a, we took a hard turn. Um, yeah, I uh, I liked this thing, man. This thing is weird. It is a weird little special. Um, I do have a question, though, speaking of the Binky the Clown at the beginning. Was it supposed to be implied that the clown was, like, Garfield was hallucinating it a little bit? Like, it seemed like there were some moments where the clown was, like, talking directly to Garfield, and then he would, like, say something in response, and the clown would respond to what he was saying. That hap- that happened in Garfield yeah. all the time. That where... was just kind of a thing that the B- Binky did, was he would talk to the screen... And Garfield would answer. It's kind of like when Blue's Clues yeah. would be like, hey, what do you see? No, that's a triangle. You know, it's the same type of thing. It's a Got kid's it. clown show. Got it. But you also kind of have to, you know, I guess not to get deep, but like everything is from the perception of Garfield. Garfield is a cat. Okay. So he's probably what the, wait, just hold on. like. What the fuck? Garfield's a cat? <laughs> He sings a whole song about it. Hey, you just fucking he's blew just my lasagna-filled like, mind. We're living the reality through what he sees. Fuck. So he's creating his own reality as this narcissistic cat. What is he? He's even like, real? of course the TV's fucking talking to me. What's I'm even real, Garfield. guys? 
you know like he are we all just living from the perspective of a fucking house cat and he steals john's food and like is throwing bowls off the counter like real cats do and he's talking to john and when he's talking to john like even in like the comic strips like like we had a cat like you talk to your cat as if you expect them to answer that's what they john's do doing you know like John doesn't actually expect Garfield to respond, but we hear Garfield's response. Like, he's living in his own little I'm going to need you to calm the fuck down. <laughs> That's what I'm just trying to tell you. Sorry. Like, like that just got weird. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what the Garfield Halloween adventure it's does so to you. Awesome. It just fucking speaks to your soul and makes you question the perception of reality. And fuck, I follow Garfield as a religion. <laughs> I'm just saying, you Where can take Garfield? Garfield like as this simple, yeah, they're communicating. And it's funny, but it's also like you yeah. look at it from that other side. It's like, I don't know. It's cool. Yeah, man. Totally. I told you like that. I love Garfield. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Shut up. If we pass around the communal lasagna, <laughs> everyone can partake of his body. He, he who died you. for us. I hate both of you. Why do you have to steal my joy when I like something so much? No, I don't. The lasagna is his skin, and the marinara is his blood is his blood fuck you Jay just shut up yeah fuck you Jay I'm jumping on this bandwagon for no reason yeah fuck you Jay yeah wait yeah you can't you can't tell yourself to go fuck yourself yes I can go fuck you Jay I hate Mondays um all in all all in all this was a this is a good a good special and I look forward to rewatching this every Hanukkah and Kwanzaa that I can. Happy Boxing Day, everyone. Now, if you'd like to reach out to us, please do via our plethora of contact options. Now, you think, why would I reach out? So if you have movies that we didn't mention in this list, if you have other lists that you want us to do, or you just want to tell us about some of your favorite movies that we may have not have talked about so far on the show, um, you can do that by emailing us directly at my5 at high5thepodcast.com or uh, message us on Facebook. You can find us at uh, Facebook. High five the podcast. Or you can go online to our website, www.highfivethepodcast.com. All letters, no numbers. Or, as always, you can tweet at us on the tweeter, at high the number five the podcast. We're on Instagram uh, as the same, right? At, yep, high five the podcast. And then we're also on Letterboxd, where you can see a lot of these lists. So that's Letterboxd without the E before the D. And that's a wrap, everybody. Cut, Casper. That's a wrap. Cut, printed. What happens in the next reel? Cut. Okay, that's a print. Okay, cut. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, people. Now let's get the hell out of here.